Hey, everybody, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. I am honored to introduce you to today's guest. I'm meeting her for the first time, and she is the youngest person I've had on the show. And all I can say is, even though I've only known her for about two minutes now, this is who I want to be when I grow up. She is the youngest person who's ever done a TED Talk, probably the youngest person too that ever had her own nonprofit organization. And she is making great changes in the world just by being who she is. I think she's phenomenal. Please welcome Genesis Butler. Thanks so much for taking the time on your Sunday to Thank be with you. us. Hi. I mean, how did you become you? You're awesome. I mean, I've been vegan Thank for 43 you. years, but I mean, I couldn't, I, not that I couldn't do what you did, but I didn't want to eat animals when I was little, but like my mom didn't give me a choice. I mean, I suppose I could have just not eaten, but you know, I mean, I, I just want to say, I think your mom is awesome for letting you do what you do. Thank you. Yeah. My mom from a young age, she always told me that it's really important to just question adults as long as I do it respectfully. So that's when um, she never thought I was going to question her. She was like, I didn't mean to question me. You like question everyone else. But that's when I asked her and she told me about where we got our meat from. And I was just devastated and I, I couldn't eat it I, I mean, I, I feel I know you're 13 because you told me that, but I feel when I talk to you, like I'm actually talking to a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're just so poised. And I, I mean, I'm sure people have told you that, but it, you know, this is, I mean, I don't want to get into like, do you believe in, I mean, you, you, you have so much wisdom for such a young age. It's, I mean, you, Thank you've you. done more in your 13 years than a lot of people have done with, you know, 60, 70 and 80 years to make a difference in the world. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're an activist. I mean, you would design t-shirts, you have a nonprofit. Do you have time to go to school and be a kid? Yeah, I'm still going to school. I have, um, I just started high school this year. So it's really different since we're all virtual. Um, but I still able to balance school with all my activism. That's incredible. So are, are you, are, are, I imagine you're like the only one like you. I mean, are your friends activists? Are your friends vegan? You associate with people that are the others, as so we say? Yeah. Um, well, most of my friends now are vegan because of me, and they just thought that it's really cool. Um, but recently, I started Youth Climate Save, so I met a lot of new people through that. And um, we're all activists, and we all believe in the same thing. So I've been meeting a lot of people through um, my Youth Climate Save that I started. You know, if you keep going at the rate you're going, at some point, you're probably going to be president. Thank you. Yeah, I, I just think you're great. I mean, don't you guys? You're, it's amazing. So are you the oldest? I, I think you said you had like, there's four in your family. Yeah, there's four siblings that I have, and I'm the oldest out of all of them. You're the oldest. You know, I've been watching a lot of your YouTubes, and you're related to, to Cesar Chavez. Mm-hmm. I am. So you have activism in your blood. It was no, you had no choice. Yeah, I, I've always um like looked up to him, and once I um started getting older, that's when I really like learned more about him and saw like the huge influence that he has on others. So that's when I really um went like I was never like like afraid to speak up, and I was always brave to do it because I saw how he was doing it and how nothing ever happened to him. So if he could do it, I can do it too. How does a 10 year old get a TED talk? You know, I'll see these doctors that are trying to get TED talks and having petitions. How does a 10 year old get a TED talk? Yeah, when I was 10, I was actually really surprised when I got it because, um, so I was contacted by TEDx and they told me to apply for one. So I thought like, okay, like I'll do it. Like I'm 10, like 
I don't know if they choose me, but I can, like, it's worth a shot. So, like, I'll just, like, submit. So then also they chose me, and I was really, like, surprised because I was up um, giving t- TED Talks with, like, doctors. I was like, how did I get here? But I thought it was really cool because they reached out to me, and they wanted me to submit, like, an application for it. So I did it. And even though I was sent, I thought it was worth a shot. And then that's when um, I got it, and I was really happy. I'm going to post a link to it in case people want to see it. It's like seven minutes. They have to. Were you nervous when you gave it? Yeah, I was really nervous because um, when I first, like, that was like the fourth or fifth public speaking thing that I've given. And um, when I was like younger, so I was like still like getting used to public speaking in front of big crowds. And then there was like 500 people or so in the audience. So then I looked and I was like, uh, like like it was just like scary but I was um I just knew like what I was doing was for the animals so I knew it was right so I was fine with it well you know it's amazing because they say the number one fear in life for people is public speaking yet you, you you've, been, you've been doing it since you were a kid I mean you still are a kid but a younger kid <laughs> thank you you're, you're I mean you're how do you how, how, I just, I, I, I'm just so impressed by you really I just I, I what are your what are your siblings like do they follow in your footsteps yeah, my little sister, um, she ended up going vegan with me when I first went vegan because she looks up to me. So whatever I would do, she was like fine with it. And then my brother did also. Um, and then my little brother, when he was born, my mom was like, should I make him vegan? And I was like, well, if we're all vegan already. He's already going to want to do it. So there's no reason to give him like these products if he's not going to want to eat them anymore. So um, my little brother has been vegan since birth, but all of us, they all just followed in my lead because I thought, well, they just look up to me and they're like, if she can do it, then I might as well do it too. How old are the rest of your siblings? My sister is nine. My brother's 11 and Exodus is seven. I'm so bad with their ages. but <laughs> So but Exodus, yeah. were you all named after books in the Bible? Um, my mom just really liked the names and my dad, um, when they both found my name, they both like, like knew the name already like together it was really weird how they found out my name because my dad got one of those little like pocket bibles on the street and he read it and it was like genesis he's like oh i want to name for that and then my mom bought a magazine after a hurricane a baby was born so they named him genesis for a new beginning so then that's when they both called each other at the same time they're like i have the perfect name he's like no i do and they're both like okay you go first and she went first she's like i want to name her genesis and he's like what? I wanted to name her the same thing. So then they just ended up naming me that. Well, that's an incredible name. And it's so interesting because in, in Genesis, they talk about how, you know, people are kind of supposed to be vegan, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. So Diane, who's watching live says, what are your goals for the future? Um, I hope that after um, like quarantine is over, I can start traveling again to go speak because when I was able to travel, just like meeting new people and um, speaking at these events was really fun for me. So I hope that I'm gonna be able to travel soon and do more public speaking in front of crowds. And uh, I want, so I started Youth Climate Saving Quarantine and this is where um, it just, since there's so many climate activists that don't really talk about how animal agriculture is harming our planet, um, we have 70 chapters now of youth who are wanting to talk about how it's harming our planet. So that's what we started. That's what I started over quarantine. So I hope that I can get more chapters for that and do like protests and marches and once like um, coronavirus goes away. 
You know, it's so interesting that you have 70 chapters of kids that care about climate change, but where are the adults that care about this? My, my, my guest earlier today was talking about this same subject. Yeah. So Lily says she is so cute and intelligent. Yeah. I just, I, I, this is just amazing. So tell us about your nonprofit. Yeah. So I started Edison's for Animals and this is where, so I've been seeing how like the animal rights activists, they're doing such a good job fighting to get animals free, but then once they're free, where are they all going to go? So that's what I started to think about. So um, I started raising money for sanctuaries so that I can give them money. So like, for example, if they can't afford to have like a medical bill or um, like right now with the fires, I was donating to sanctuaries that have to evacuate their animals um, because due to the coronavirus, a lot of the sanctuary um, owners have been losing their jobs so they can't really afford to get them food and stuff like that. So I'll donate to them so that they can um, be able to feed the animals and just for any medical bills or anything like that. Wow. Did you, uh, when you had to do the TED talk, did you write it yourself and then did you practice a lot? Yeah, I wrote the TED talk myself and then I practice, I'd say like five times a day or so. <laughs> oh, five times um, a day. I thought you meant like five times and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say like five times a day probably. And then um, she taught me, like the coach taught me not to practice it too much because then it's just gonna get like scarier, which at the very, very end of my TED talk, I was so scared, I was so nervous. And we were by the beach at the time and the beach is really relaxing for me because I didn't think I was gonna do the TED talk like when I was before, like I was supposed to go on stage because I was too scared. And the mom took me to the beach and it really calmed me down. And then I was able to power through and give the TED talk, but I almost didn't make it. I was so scared. I don't blame you. So was that the greatest moment of your life so far? Yeah, that was really fun. I think it was really amazing just to see that experience. And um, then I started doing more like documentaries and traveling to speak. So, yeah. That is great. Did you, did you, did, did you have any training in public speaking or are you just really just very good? No. Um, when I first gave my first talk, like, I spoke at, I'm pretty sure it was the World Vegan Summit. Um, and I spoke there and that was my first time. And I was like six. I had to stand on the stool to get up to like the podium and everything. Um, but I think I didn't really have to have any training. Like I just thought like for the animals, I'll be able to do it. Well, probably because you're speaking from your heart. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Six years old, first public uh, pu public uh, speech. That's it. That's amazing. So, yeah. So I also heard you also designed some t-shirts. Um, so for my youth climate safe thing, I'm going to start making t-shirts for that thing. Um, for my like main account, just like for me, um, I hope that I'll be able to start making t-shirts soon and merchandise and stuff like that. But as of right now, I haven't really made anything. Well, in like the past I have, like, um, when I, I was like, eight that's when I made shirts but I hope that I'm going to make more of them soon ah, when you were eight you know <laughs> that's amazing uh, Kathy says what an amazing young lady Stephanie wants to know which activist do you look up to and is there anyone that you'd like to work with mm, I think Joaquin Phoenix I have I really look up to him because um he really speaks out about the animals a lot since he has like such a big platform and since so many people know him um and just seeing how he's speaking out about the animals that I really look up to him for that and um 
I hope to work with Billie Eilish because I really like her music and I want to like hear about how she went vegan and her experience and how like she um, eats vegan food on tour and just stuff like that. Very cool. Anne says, congratulations, Genesis. You give me hope for the future. The youth of our time rock. They will make the biggest difference. What do, what do your teachers at school make of you? Um, they think that it's really cool with all my activism because I started going to a social justice high school. Um, so it's just most of the kids want to become activists and just don't really know how to yet. So that's what they're trying to teach them is how to become an activist and how to make like differences with with like either if it's big differences or just small ones where you can start off in like your community. But so that's what they're trying to teach at our high school. But I think it's really cool with all my activism. Yeah. Linda says she loves you and she was proud to receive an award standing next to you. What, how, how, you've received a lot of awards. Tell us about them. Yeah. Um, the first award I received, I'm pretty sure it was Peter's cutest kid of the year and month. And that was the first one. And then the biggest one to me I received was from New Life Animal Sanctuary. And, um, she runs a sanctuary and her name's Gina and it's my favorite sanctuary to go to and they have like pigs and um goats and chickens and turkeys so it's so much fun there where where's that one located Lake Elsinore nice well you know it took me 60 years to receive my first award for being vegan <laughs> so you're doing you're, you're you're way ahead of the curve so Susanna wants to know do you have a YouTube channel and can you please tell us what you eat in a day um, so I haven't started the YouTube channel yet because before quarantine, I was like extra busy. Now in quarantine, I'm not as busy, but now that I started school, I am a little bit, but I'm going to try to start one. And then what I eat in a day, I wouldn't really want to make one of those videos, but normally like for breakfast, I'll have, um, like tofu scramble. There's a really good recipe that I have. And then... For lunch, I'll have um, either like pasta or a sandwich or some sort of burrito. And then for dinner, um, I'll make like pizza on pita breads for like my whole family. And those are super easy and simple. I like potato tacos. So that's mostly what I eat. Well, if you have time before you start your own YouTube channel, you're welcome to come back here and do a What I Eat in a Day video and actually maybe cook some kid-friendly recipes. So your whole, your, even your parents are vegan too, right? Yeah, my whole family is. That's so cool. Even extended family, like maybe cousins, aunts, and uncles? Um, I've been trying to get my grandma and my grandpa to go vegan, just like my family that lives with me is vegan as of right now. But my grandpa, he's been making a lot of changes. Like he used to eat meat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'll have every, like once a month, I'd say. Um, and then my grandma, she rarely will eat meat. Um, except for like, but no, she doesn't really like it that much, especially since she knows like where it comes from. So she doesn't really eat it that often. So um, they've been making really huge changes. That's amazing. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. Linda says, how did you get aware so young? Um, I think just because my mom has always like taught me to be a leader, not a follower. So um, once I started realizing like everything that was happening to the animals, like 
once you realize it, you can't really be like, oh, animals are killed for this. Like, I'm still going to eat it because that, like, it's just not right once you know it. So I think once I just started, like, questioning my mom, because I think um, from a young age, if you're always taught, like, to make sure that you question adults, because if you don't feel right about it, like, you have to ask questions or else you won't know. So that's when, like, I started asking questions. So that's how everything like first started was I just started realizing like I have to start asking or else I won't know because if you don't ask they're gonna be like oh well she doesn't really want to know but if you start asking so I'm pretty sure that's how I became really aware of everything just from asking my mom well you know a lot of adults don't want to know where their meat comes from or (laughs) about global warming so you know you know I remember watching a video of yours that you actually were, were trying to get the pope to go vegan how did that work out did he do it yeah, so that was a really fun campaign it was for the Million Dollar Vegan campaign. Um, and I traveled for this before quarantine. Um, and we made 60 mini videos in like a couple of months when we were traveling. Um, and I asked the Pope to go vegan for Lent. And um, we traveled to Rome and we weren't like able to meet him but we like saw him in like a hearing so he was like right in front of us but I'm pretty sure that he knew like I was there to ask him to go vegan because like the security guards kind of like shifted him away so he kept on walking but I was near him um and then I gave my letter to a high priest that is in um he works in the Vatican so I gave my letter to him he gave it to the Pope, the Pope read it, I got a statement written back from him, um, and it said that he's really proud of my activism and everything that I'm doing, but that uh, he, he just didn't really, like, say if he was, an, if it was, like, a yes or no answer, he was just kind of just, like, I'm really proud of your activism, and, like, keep it up, so I got that letter, and he didn't go vegan for Lent, but, um, it was this campaign still worked out really good because a lot of people did go vegan for Lent, even though he didn't. And most of them ended up sticking with it because I got a bunch of messages that was like, oh yeah, I went vegan for Lent and I feel so much better. Like I never knew I could feel like this. And like, um, just like so many things that was happening to them after they went vegan, so they ended up sticking with it. Well, everybody says they feel better. So why do you think it is they go back? Um, I think most of them stay vegan I don't I haven't really heard anyone that has said like unless like they say like oh some health problems was happening or um like anything like that which I think like sometimes when you first go vegan my mom like it made her a little bit sick for a little bit because you're just cleansing out all like the animals that have been in your body so that's the only reason why that happens but once you get past that you're fine it never really happened to me because I didn't eat meat for that long um but I think that's the only reason why people are like oh I couldn't stick with it like I didn't feel good but that's because well you have dead animals in you so what do you expect once you go vegan like it just stays there so yeah that's that's the only reason like why I've heard but I think people feel a lot better when they go vegan because then like when you're eating it's not like you're eating an animal and after you're done you don't feel like as heavy like oh my god like I'm so full unless you're tearing up all the vegan food but other than that like you feel good after you're done eating. You know, it's interesting, Genesis. It's one thing that like kids maybe don't want to be vegan or won't go vegan, but you know, I don't know what it's like the people, you know, but most kids I know don't even eat any fruits and vegetables, whether they're vegan or not. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think now healthy foods are more like up there just because it's better for you and it's like cool to be vegan like it's not as weird like when I went vegan everyone was like what the heck do you even eat like grass like they were just like shocked but now since so many like influencers like youtubers um and singers and um like movie stars are vegan um it's not as much of a weird thing because like they're doing it so it's like it's not as weird and it's like out there more um but I think kids really like still eat fruits and vegetables but they prefer different foods so I think like there's so many now like it's the best time to go vegan because there's so many vegan products um so you can replace all of like the foods that your kids like with the vegan version so most of them have fruits and vegetables in it you just can't really see it so that also works too if you want to get your kids to eat fruits and vegetables nice well when I went vegan in 1977 everybody thought I was weird even though the word vegan was actually coined in 1944 so there is a question from I don't let's see it's a it, it's a, if you know Senator Cory Booker, who is also vegan and against factory farming. If I know him? Yeah, Catherine said, hey, or do, you, do you ever talk to him? Um, I was supposed to work with him a little while ago, but I was still traveling for a million dollar vegan. So I was able to at the time. Um, but recently my youth climate say did a, um, a summit um, to ban factory farms and he spoke at that summit. So I'm aware of who he is. I haven't met him yet, but I hope to meet him soon. Nice. Uh, Kimi wants to know what kind of places do you normally speak at when there's not a pandemic and how often do you give talks? Um, so I would try not to travel as like as much as I can just because of like the planes that you have to take. So I would pick the speaking events that would make the biggest impact. Sorry, my dog. Okay. Um, but I would pick the speaking events that would make the biggest impact that I could travel to. Um, so just so that like I could keep my carbon footprint down. Um, but I spoke at a veg fest in Brazil, which was really fun. Um, and I spoke there right after the fires happened. So I was telling them like it's just gonna get even worse. Like, um, but I think it was really sad to see how the people that have gone through stuff like that are the ones that are most receptive and that are the ones that are wanting to go vegan um, because they've been through it. So if you haven't really been through it, it's just like, oh, like, okay, like maybe like later, like after it happens, yeah. But since they have been through the fires, they're like, this is our homes. Like we can help prevent this by going vegan. So I thought it was really sad to see how they were already receptive and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna try that. Um, but I spoke in Brazil. I spoke in a veg fest at Canada. Um, what was your favorite so far? And does your family travel with you when you go? My mom will travel with me. We leave my children at home with my dad. But um, my favorite one, um, I spoke in Milan for a global food summit. Um, that one was really fun. Oops. There you go. Come Sorry. back. Okay. That's okay. Um, that one was really fun when I spoke there. Um, and I got to try all like the new foods that they have out there and to see like the culture. So that one was really fun. That's amazing. 
Wow. Uh, you know, when I was, you said about you wanted to leave a lighter carbon footprint, I didn't even know that word when I was 13. So that's amazing. So which it, that's the word that really is people are associating with you. Pauline says amazing young lady, a bright light, an example for all of us. And let's see. Oh, is there anybody other than the Pope that you would like to try to get to go vegan, even if it's for a short time? Um, I really want to try to get the prince and the princess to go vegan. Um, because I'm pretty sure I've heard of Meghan and Markle was like, like vegan-ish, I'm pretty sure is what I've heard. So I think that'd be kind of cool trying to get them both to go vegan. Nice. Butterfly says, what is one of your favorite vegan recipes that you love to cook to try to convince others to go vegan? Um, a super simple one that I know is potato tacos. And you just shred potatoes um, and then just like dice it and then put tomatoes and onions and you saute it and then you make um, like the tortillas. Um, and you can buy these pre-made and then um, you just get like lettuce tomatoes and onions you put those on top and then just like salsa and that's the easiest one it only costs like five or six dollars and I can feed my whole family with that and that's a super simple and it's a really good recipe to make yep. anything with potatoes is, is great let's see Diane says what is your favorite subject in school um I really like English English is my favorite because I love writing and reading so I say English is my favorite. You know, you haven't written a book yet. I think you're a little bit of a slacker. <laughs> no, but I, I imagine you will someday, if not now, but I bet I see that in your future. Just, I mean, you have to, you know? Mm -hmm. So Chu um, Vegan says, do you plan to do any more work with Million Dollar Vegan? And maybe you could say who Million Dollar Vegan is in case the viewers aren't familiar with their work. Yeah, I hope to work with Million Dollar Vegan again. Um, I'm pretty sure they are doing a new campaign, um, but I'm not sure when they're starting it. And then um, Million Dollar Vegan is basically, um, we were offering money to the Pope to get him to go vegan for Lent. And then the last one we did, we tried to get Donald Trump to go vegan. Um, and he could donate money to Charity of His Choice. Um, but we, no, actually they said it's like where he would have to donate it to like a veterans charity because they were scared what he was going to do. Um, so he would have to donate it to a veterans charity. Um, he never responded to that one, but I think it was just because everything that was going on with him at the time. So he was kind of just like, it was too many things at once, um, for that. Um, so that's basically what Million Dollar Vegan is. Yep, they, 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 I've seen some of their videos. They do great work. You answered this before, but maybe we can get into it more specifically. Diane says, have any of her friends chosen a vegan lifestyle because of her? Is it, is it the friends that you have now that are becoming vegan or the ones that you were friends with when you were six that eventually succumbed? Um, one of my like really good friends, Ayla, um, I met her because I was protesting and she was not protesting at the time. She was going to the circus. I was seven or eight at the time. She was going into the circus and we told her like, this is what happens to the animals. Like it's, they don't have fun in there. Like it's not good for them. So um, the mom was like, oh, we got the 
tickets for free so we're just gonna go this time but we won't go again um and they got to the front of the line and they turned around and they didn't end up going because they didn't want to see that anymore after they knew how it's not good for the animals um and then ever since then me and her have been best friends and we're still friends and now she's going vegan and she sees how I'm vegan so she thinks like well like that's really cool and she's tried the food so she knows that it's really good um so she's going vegan right now and then one of my friends that I've known for the longest time which is Ty here um he switched to going vegan because he tried the food and he's like oh this is actually really good so now he's vegan did did you you never got to meet Caesar right because he had probably passed away before you were born Mm -mm, I never got to meet him but how did you know how did you know you were his cousin um my grandpa is his it so I met his son Caesar Chavez's son um and he got the family tree and my great great grandma no, my great, 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 great grandma was on that family tree. Um, so they're related somehow. My mom knows it better than I do, but we're, we are related. That's very cool because I've always admired him so much. So a couple of people are asking the same question, like Mary and Pauline. Do you plan to go to college and what would you like to study? And where would you like well, to go to college? I'm actually not sure with college yet. I think high school right now is like my main focus but um I think whatever happens with my college if I do go to college I want to go to either Harvard or Oxford University wow well they'll, they'll let you in just say hey I did a TED talk when I was 10 that just tells you what my potential is that's amazing so Chuan Vegan says sorry I'm saying amazing so much I don't have another adjective to describe you but Chuan Vegan says tell the audience about the comic book that was made about you yeah, so um, Marvel did something called Marvel Hero Project on Disney Plus. Um, and at first, I was told it was a Disney thing. So then at the very end, they surprised me with a comic book in a vegan leather jacket with the like Marvel patch on it. So um, they let me talk about a lot of stuff on it. They let me talk about um, how animals are getting tested on. They let me talk about um, like veganism and protests and pig vigils and stuff like that which I was really surprised and I was really happy that they let me do that and they gave me my own comic book for that. What, is there is this something we can buy or see somewhere? Um, I have it on my Instagram account where you can see it and then if you go on Marvel's website you should be able to like look it up and it will pop up. Great. I'm going to post that a link to your Instagram right now and it's also in the show notes. Butterfly says do you have a favorite kitchen appliance that helps you prep food faster um my favorite one probably my bean smasher um because that's like the easiest thing to use and I like to make like beans and rice a lot so I really like using a lot that's great let's see um looking for the oh here's one from the woodland gardener says what are some of your favorite vegan related books and documentaries um, really like Cowspiracy and Earthling. I think, uh, Cowspiracy is an easier one to watch because I don't really like, like, the graphic things to be shown for me to see because it just makes me too sad. But if you have, like, friends and family, I'd probably show them, um, 
earthlings because that one like really shows what's happening with the animals but if you want them to see more about like the climate side of it because it depends on who the person is like some want to see about the animals some want to see about their health um and some want to see about the climate so I would recommend if you want to talk to them about um the animals earthlings if you want to show them about the planet cowspiracy and then if you want to show them about their health what the health is a good one and I agree with you but like are kids your age even thinking about their health um, yeah, I think right now, especially with coronavirus, because no one likes to be sick. No one wants to get sick. So um, just showing them like about the health, I think everyone has to know about their health and worry about it, even if you're youth, especially with how our planet is right now, because you never really know what can happen. So I think um, a lot of youth are really focusing on their health. Wow. A fun question here from Diane. What is your favorite animal? favorite animal is a goat. Um, I really like goats, but it's kind of a tie between goats and pigs um, because pigs are just really sweet and they're really loving and they have different personalities. So I really like it. Yeah. Well, I know you had a dog bark. Was it Chihuahua? I don't know why I thought maybe the bark yeah. sounded like a Chihuahua. Um, I have two Chihuahuas. I have one Chihuahua that's full Chihuahua and then I have one Chihuahua mix and she um, we didn't know she was mixed with because we got her from a shelter, so they weren't able to like find what she was mixed with. And then I have I have a Yorkie Terrier named Prince. Nice. So Butterfly says, do you have a garden? And if so, what do you grow? Um, I don't have a garden just because I have my dogs and they'd be all up in the garden. But um at my old school, there was a garden. At my new school, they're gonna make the garden once we're able to go back in person. Um but I hope to be able to grow like tomatoes and lettuce and stuff like that. So I can make like salads and stuff. Nice. So when you go to school, in-person school, do you bring your lunch? Because I imagine they probably don't have a lot of vegan options. Um, for my new school, they're going to try to get vegan vendors and vegan foods to bring. Um, and we used to have meetings when we were first trying to figure out what we wanted the school to be. Like, um, for example, we made a dress code for our school. Um, if we wanted a dress code or not, and she would bring like vegan burritos and stuff like that. since she knew I was vegan. So at this school, I might not have to bring um, my own lunch, but at other schools, I have brought my own lunch. Have you ever heard of the Muse School? it's an all vegan school. It's uh, James Cameron's wife, uh, James Cameron's the director oh, yeah, yeah. and okay, his wife yeah. has an all the, I've seen, it's pretty cool. You should go there maybe because everybody will be vegan. Or, well, they, I don't know if everybody there is vegan, but they only serve vegan, vegan food. So that's kind of cool. Cause Judy said, how do other students or teachers react when you eat lunch at school? Um, they don't really like think anything of it. They think it's cool because like um, if they get like cafeteria food and then I have like my thermos and if I'm making like a hot lunch so they think it's really cool that I bring my own food. Cool. Akini says any plans to protest fast food and impact on black folk? On um, black what? Folk. Maybe folk? Like black folks. Maybe maybe he means people. I don't folk is a so maybe I'm pretty sure um, what I know about this is like the climate impact and how it has to do with environmental racism. So that's basically how um, they're, how climate change is hitting. Um, mostly it's where the Native Americans are. So they get their lands 
torn down so that they can put the animals there to graze and to grow their food crops. Um, and then another thing is how there's like low income people, which are normally people of color that have to live in these areas and that's where climate change is impacting the most. And that's what I know mostly about environmental racism is how um, it ties in with it and how people of color are getting impacted by this. Um, so if that's what that question meant, I'm pretty sure like that's what I know about that. Well, that's amazing Yeah, that you knew that answer. And there is a lot of food injustice, and that's what a couple of the pet speakers I've had in the show, like Dr. Columbus Batiste, has, has talked about that. Here's another question about any specific campaigns to ban the activity of hunting. Um, I went to the lobby at the state capitol in Washington, D.C., um, and they we did something to ban hunting, and we're still trying to like work more on that. We weren't able to get that passed then, but... Um, I'm pretty sure I'm hopefully I can go lobby more again once um, coronavirus is over. But um, yeah, I think hunting is terrible. Yeah, me too. In my religion, it was that's something that was never allowed, even though meat eating was. Pauline wants to know, do you have any hobbies like sewing or crafts or participate in any sports? Um, I used to do gymnastics, but um some of my hobbies are, um, I like to play with my dogs. I like to do arts and crafts. I like to do like scrapbooking um, or like writing. Um, and then lately I've been doing different crafts every day with like construction paper or different stuff like that. And I've been doing that just like um, clean up my room and do like room decor. That's what I've mostly been doing over quarantine. I redecorated my whole room. That's great. Butterfly says, do you have a favorite vegan cookie that you like to share with your friends? Um, I like Oreos and um, there's like these vegan cookies that um, are like soft, like chewy cookies by nature organic, I'm pretty sure. And those are really good. Let's see. Chew on Vegan wants to know, are any of your siblings into activism like you and do any of them cook? Um, my little sister is trying to more um, now that she's getting older, but um, she started an Instagram account for the animals called Zion for All Species. Um, and she's really into activism too. That's cool. If you did write a book, what do you think it would be about? I want to write a vegan cookbook. Like, would it be for kids or just, or just for everybody? Oh, there she went again. Oh, there they go. I'm so Sorry. glad you're back. That's okay. <laughs> I just, I'm glad that you read I would probably, I would probably write it for, it would be like in between for adults and kids. Like it would be recipes that are easy enough for both. That's great. All right. Well, I hope, I hope to, to have you on the show again and promote that when you do. Stephanie says, are, aside from animal rights or vegan documentaries, do you have some favorite TV shows or Netflix type series that you enjoy watching? Yes, I like to watch um, Stranger Things is my favorite one. Um, and then there's a new one that I'm watching called Julie and the Phantoms. And I rewatched Victorious. That's my favorite one, another one. And then my last one that I've been watching is 
um it's called sing on it's like a karaoke show on netflix and that one is super good that's great well thanks for the recommendations i'm always looking for great shows well pauline says you should write a children's book so that's this is a really nice question that Catherine wrote i really like it what qualities do you most admire about your parents um my mom i'd say she's really like outgoing um and we're like similar but different she's really extroverted I'm very introverted um so I like that quality about her how she's extroverted and then my dad hmm, he's really funny at times so I'd say that's a good quality that he has that's wonderful butterfly says before the pandemic did you ever do any cooking classes and would you ever consider teaching cooking classes in the future either in person or online um, I have went to a cooking class. I went to two of them. Um, and hopefully I can teach more people how to cook because I know a lot of good recipes. Like, do, do people recognize you, Genesis? Like, I mean, I, and I, cause I imagine if they're not necessarily vegan, they may not, but like, do people like, like at school go, oh my God, that's, that's Genesis. <laughs> um, I've been recognized at like three stores and then um when I go to pick up food sometimes um and then mostly at like veg fest and stuff but I haven't recognized outside and like at like stores and stuff like that is there anybody in the vegan or plant-based space that that you admire that maybe you haven't met yet that you'd like to meet not necessarily like a celebrity but you know just the, you know, the, the chefs and the doctors and the activists. Is there anybody that you admire that you just haven't met yet? Um, I'm trying to think. I've met most of the people that I really look up to. Um, but I think who haven't I met? Okay. You, you, if it comes to you, you can, we can always go back to it. Uh, Jill says, have you watched Octopus? I haven't watched that. I haven't either. I'm guessing it's a it's a um, a documentary, maybe on Netflix. Oh, Pauline says, are you looking forward to getting your driver's license? Yes, I want to drive all over the place. Me and my friend, um, we want to go take a road trip, and we want to go to like San Francisco or somewhere and just take a ride. So I really excited. Oh, Nadej is saying it's called Octopus, My Teacher. So is that a Netflix documentary, guys? Yep. That is so cool. Anything uh, you want to tell people? Like, do you want, I mean, see, you're kind of preaching to the choir here. These are people that are probably already vegan, but, you know, how, how can we do what you do? How can we help your mission? Um, you can follow my Instagram accounts. I have one for my nonprofit called Genesis for Animals. Um, my next one is the main one that I always use to post updates or things that I'm working on, which is Genesis Butler with the underscore at the end. And then my last one is Youth Climate Safe, and that's um, a global youth movement that's focusing on talking about how animal agriculture is harming our planet. Um, I think you're great. I'm, I'm sorry I keep saying that, but really I am so impressed with you. So I keep posting the link to your TED Talk and your Instagram and even a few times to your nonprofit. Are you looking for any volunteers for your nonprofit? I mean, how, are you just one person? Or are there other people that help you with the... Um, my mom and my dad helped me with that. That's so nice. Yeah, it's, a, it's, your, it's a genesisforanimals.org and I'll, I'll post the link. 
That is so cool. You know, I would ask you what you want to be when you grow up, but but I think you already are. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well, you're great. Well, thank you so much for doing this. And thank you for being so kind. You know, I was really impressed with, you know, I, I reach out to people occasionally that people ask to be on the show, you know, when I that I don't know, usually through Instagram. And some people either don't respond and or they're rude, but you were neither. And I really appreciate that you're just thank such you. a kind, you know, such a kind person. And please tell your parents, good job. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for all the work you do on behalf of the, the planet and the animals. And thank you guys for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 11 p.m. Pacific time when I have Ryan Andrews, a registered dietitian who wrote a really great book called Drop Your Fat Act. Thanks again, Genesis.